One of the best things ever about having a podcast is that I can draw upon my circle of friends to ask them questions about their areas of expertise. That's what I'm doing this week and next week because this is a two-parter interview with Nicole Chisholm of the Bougie Botanica and the Octopus Opal in Auburn. We're going to be talking about smudging, what it is, what it's good for, and how you can do it on your own. And then that means next week's meditation is going to be energy clearing. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins, and this is my podcast in which I talk about metaphysical topics that are catching my attention. You can find me on the web at bluelightninghealing.com. You can contact me at Susie at bluelightninghealing.com. Please like, comment, subscribe, favorite, hit the support button. Share with your friends. Share the love. Thanks. I am so excited for this. I don't. Okay, let's go. Thank you. So welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm your host for today. Not for today. I'm going to read that. I'm the host here. So um, no, this is my podcast. I am so excited to be here, especially with my friend, Nicole Chisholm of Bougie Botanica. She is a fabulous practitioner. I got to meet her at an in-person fair and I have just loved watching her, her grow. And I love our interactions together. And just this pre-show, we talked about so many things about what she's got planned, which everybody will get to hear because I don't Mm -hmm. want anybody to miss out. So, Nicole, please tell us what you do. Ah, well, <laughs> I do. I am like one of those Jill of all trades, uh, but I am master of one. And one of the things that I do better than most is shift energy. Because I believe every major illness, every major uh, emotional situation, every major sickness condition comes from energy within our body. Um, I am uh, what they call a cosmic therapist, which we'll get into later. I do have a shop, but I started out as a psychic, and that is how we met. And then I just started adding more and more, and then I became a shopstress. So I guess I'm a cosmic therapy entrepreneurist. (gasps) (laughs) That sounds fun. It does. It does sound fun. fun. Yeah. I am so excited. In the course of, you know, watching you grow, and, and I do, I am, uh, I have favorited your Facebook page. And, and oh, thank you. The growth of Bougie Botanica. That's not the only, what, what tell me about your no, story. That, well, so I used to be, so I've gone through three incarnations. Okay. I started out as the siren song, and then I shut the siren song down um, and incorporated it into the octopus opal. And then octopus when opal. I moved. The Octopus Opal is the most famous of my actual incarnations. And then when I moved to Auburn and opened the store, I opened the Bougie Botanica, but I kept the Octopus Opal so that uh, people who didn't know what a, a botanica was would still recognize the healing part of the Octopus Opal. Right. So the store is technically called the Bougie Botanica and the octopus opal okay and it has both signs on the windows (laughs) 
I like that. If you go in this door, you get one experience, go in the other door, it'll be the same experience, just a different color. I really, really like, I really, really like the duality because uh, if you come into the one side, the Bougie Botanica, they're both the same door, but when you can really see the split when you walk in the door. One side has all the candles, all the hoodoo. We have all the chocolate, the CBD, the crystals. And the other side has teas and has soaps and has like CBD soaps. At the back is the healing room where we do all the different kinds of healings that we do. Um, I actually have three people who work for me now, which is super awesome. I have, it is really awesome. And two of them are being mentored uh, to do what I do. Uh, So they're learning how to be not only just, we're starting at the psychic level because you can't be a cosmic therapist and you've been a psychic because you won't understand, right? It'll just be, so what? I'm just reading. No, 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 sweetie, that's not it. Um, And then I have one who is actually Francis. Almond, who has been in our industry for a long time and is known in a lot of our circles, and she does readings, healings, and paranormalist activities. So she and I will both do house cleansings and stuff like that. Again, tying into smudging and energy shifting, but uh, Fran and I are the only healers, energy shifters, while all four of us are readers and shock people. Cool. I know, it's fun. It does. It sounds like it's a lot of fun. It's in Auburn. I'm going to have to get used to driving again. Yes. Do you have your vaccination? Yes. That would be puppy. Yes, I Uh, do. Me too. Everybody in our store has vaccination. So what I do is I let people choose whether they wear a mask in the store or not because it's their health. We are all fully vaccinated. Me, I'm actually two months vaccinated. So I'm locked in. I'm glad you're vaccinated. Oh, yeah. That was my is. that was my way of saying I miss you. Come visit. Yes, and I yeah. and I did catch on to that. <laughs> yeah, I figured you did. So, um, primarily, what I wanted to talk about, which I know to limit what we talk about, is truly absurd because there is so yeah. much. <laughs> but we only have time for so much, right? So yeah, well, yeah, that's what editing is for. <laughs> that's kind of way of the work. Yeah, you, you know, the whole purpose of you, you invited me on to talk about smudging and why it's important and how many different kinds there are. But first, I want to address something that has been bothering me for a while. Now, a lot of people will come into my store and they will see I literally have over 25 different smudge materials. Holy moly. Um, I do. I have some flowers uh, that are sageless and then I have mugwort that is sageless and then somebody will inevitably come in and look at my white sage and go oh oh well I can't buy that because that's cultural appropriation and the first thing I'm going to say is I don't want to swear on your podcast but I generally swear and call bs and go well truthfully um smudging or smoke cleansing has been around a lot longer than you think because the Vikings the Celts the Africans the Germans Let's even talk about the Black Plague in Europe. They use smoke cleansing to rid the air of the germs. And as much as it sounds stupid, it's effective. So for those of you who are not interested in, um, they're, they're afraid of cultural appropriation, or they don't want to use chemicals in their home, I'm going to tell you the University of Arizona and the University of Southern California, San Diego, has determined that smoke cleansing 
more particularly sage, rids the air of 98% of airborne microbiobials. Now, if that doesn't tell you that smoke cleansing and smudging is effective, don't really know what to tell you, but that's just a small piece. So I want to address cultural appropriation first. It is not cultural appropriation. It is only cultural appropriation unless you dress up in traditional native garb and and do one of their ceremonies without being a native. Other than that, the herb itself is not. Sage is really good. My from my yeah. feeling of a, cult, a cultural appropriation is, I guess it was sometime in the 90s. There were right. just some folks like throwing up the sweat right. lodges and, oh, I'm sorry, you're so dehydrated, yeah. you die. They're doing it for the money. Doing it, I feel, with the respect, understanding where it's coming from, but not claiming that as your own when you're clearly not. I, I think I, that, you know, that's I a valid even... point. That's a valid point because there's a difference between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. Yes. Cultural appreciation, I mean, 90% of our, our culture is actually cultural appreciation. Like what we eat, what we wear, what we do every day, those are cultural appropriations or a cultural appreci- appreciations, depending on blah, blah, blah. But what it means <laughs> is when, when like us as, as Europeans, I'm going to assume you know, a lot of us are European descendants since we live here in the United States. Um, we basically went traveling through Europe, conquer, 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 settle, settle, settle. And each time you pick a little something up. Oh, wow, these people braid their hair. That's really cool. I'm going to do that. Oh, wow, the Spaniards brush their teeth. What the hell is that? Let's give it a try. Like, we've been doing this for thousands of years. Now, um, I agree that in the 90s, there was a lot of stuff. And actually, there still is a lot of stuff. Uh, Cultural appropriation to me is somebody who is not Native claiming a Native ceremony or even a Japanese ceremony who is not Japanese as their own. Now, saying, I learned this in Japan. I love doing this personally. It's not the same as saying this is, you know, I claim this as my blood. No, 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 sweetie, that's not your blood. But you can claim it as your own by saying you learned it and you appreciated it and you have accommodated it within your practice. Right. That yes. is appreciation. I, it's, I agree with that. It's done with respect. It's done with respect. Everything yeah. should be done with respect. I mean, we yeah. are all sacred. Everything on this planet is sacred. Even this tripod and telephone is sacred. Everything is of the same energy. And if we don't treat it with sacredness and appreciation, we can't really expect it to treat us that way. So right. yeah, now that we've said our part on our cultural appreciation, <laughs> um, I do say that, I, as I mentioned earlier, we have like 25 different smudges and we run the gamut from itty bitty, teeny tiny little white stages that are $3 and 50 cents to a super bougie flower, feather, and rock smudge, which is $23. So okay. we actually... First, let's define, let's define smudging. Sure. Let's do that first, please. So smudging is the activity in which you are using smoke and energy to displace or shift and move energy that is unwelcome that is harmful, 
that is in some way detrimental to yourself, your space, or someone you care about. So you're literally basically telling it to get the F out. So it's like you're you're giving it no room to stay. That's how it works. We're lighting the smudge or the mugwort or whatever it is you decide. And the smoke is giving that energy no space to be. So the smoke is clearing it from that place and shifting it. Since we know energy cannot be destroyed, it can only be shifted. And okay. then what I do, which is something that a lot of people don't do, I do something called a seal. So there's a wood called Palo Santo, yeah. which though technically is a wood, uh, a smoke cleansing product, is more of a seal than it is an actual shifter. So what okay. it does is it is literally called holy wood and it kind of fills in all these holes where that negative energy or detrimental energy used to be. And then it creates a bubble around you of abundance, happiness, golden healing light of the universe, whatever it is you set your intention to fill it with. Because here's the deal. This is something people don't talk about, or at least I assume they don't talk about it because I've never heard anybody talk about it. So let's say that I go to your house and I do a cleansing of your house. I walk through every space. I get every nook and cranny. I shift that detrimental or harmful energy away from your house. So now there's empty space. There's empty energy in this house. If you don't seal it, or if you don't feel it with something positive, that negative energy can slide right back in yeah. because uh, familiarity is our foe. It isn't negative energy. It isn't because we can move those things. We can change those things. It's how familiar your house or your body is with whatever it is we're trying to move away. So if you've been living with something for 56 years, and then all of a sudden you decide it's time, so we cleanse it, but you don't do anything to fill it, it's coming back because you're so used to it. Right. So that is my definition of smudging and cleansing. Okay. Um, I Does that make sense? Yes, it makes yeah. sense to me. You're taking out what doesn't yeah. belong, and yet you need to assure I'm that you're filling, filling it, it with something, something that you positive. do want, that you yeah. do want in there. So yeah, that's I, I, it's crazy what you carry in your body. Like people, I had this discussion with somebody who came into my store yesterday, and she was talking like I could feel her lower back was hurting, and she was young. She's like twelve or thirteen, right? I said, oh your lower back is hurting. And she's like, yeah, it's been like that for a while. I said, mm, somebody bullied you in the past and that emotion is causing you pain. So when you're ready, you come to me and I'll come and remove it for you. And then it won't cause you as much pain as it is right now. So people don't associate pain with energy. They just yeah. go, oh my, I got a bad back. I got a bad knee. I, you know, this. Um, and yeah. so a lot of times when you do a cleansing, you're ridding people of the stuff that's actually causing them direct harm. Yeah, I have done those. I have a podcast about body scans and what nice. different parts of the body, how they associate. If you have a pain, say, in your kidneys, we can 
we right. can relate that to say fear or whatever. And so when I do body scans, we're able to do that even past life trauma, yeah. present life trauma, past life trauma, all of that can be held in the body. There's no reason uh, to think that it couldn't be held in a particular space. I mean, there are psychic imprints that are well, left on places. I, I have lived in a house personally where the energy in the house was neutral. Like I cleansed it so many times, but the house itself was neutral because it had seen so much. It could not hold anything or shift anything. But every time I would cleanse it, it would stay nice and peaceful for a little while, but then the neutrality would slip back in again. So yeah, there's a lot of imprinting that happens to a lot of things. And it's kind of interesting because people are starting to wake up to past life. They're starting to wake up to DNA illness. They're starting to wake up to genetic trauma, to remembering trauma from generations ago. Ancestral um, healing. Yeah. Yeah. Ancestral healing is a big deal. It is. And I know personally, I don't want to carry around what my grandparents carried around and yeah i'm sure they didn't want to carry around with their grandparents but we're born into this world already knowing that yeah. so it's only but it only interesting i think when you start to awaken your past lives really start to affect you more because yeah. what's sitting in our dna our mitochondria it's just sitting there until something activates it and then it gets activated and then whoopsie daisy what do i do yeah so yeah, yeah. that's it's got an incredible impact on it so <laughs> um you just covered that what smudging is so benefits you talked about the studies that were done that it erase it it can uh clear out microbial problems and stuff like that what are the other benefits of smudging so some of the other benefits of smudging are a cleaner aura, um, a, a cleaner etheric body, which is different than your aura. It can actually improve the health of your actual body. Um, I have seen it erase pain almost immediately. Oh. Um, uh, it can also, uh, it, it can, it's mainly beneficial for your mental health and your psychological health because um you know, a lot of your physical health is actually defined by your mental health and your emotional health. Yeah. Uh, some of the other benefits are that it's just a, a really peaceful feeling. So if you spend your time anxious or on edge all the time, uh, that feeling can be very foreign to you. And I, I have noticed that every single one of my clients reports feeling heavy, slightly lethargic relax sleepy in a healthy way not in a oh my god I have narcolepsy way when I personally do a smudge I will cut a cord I will pull them out and I will cut them and I will mention what I'm feeling to my client and you know validate and so then they feel cleaner like somebody has taken a giant spiritual smudge and started from the eighth chakra down to the 10th chakra uh, has completely cleansed themselves. So it's kind of like a spiritual shower, really. Yeah, yeah. You know? So do, you, do you see any um, 
detrimental effects in any kind. I can see some detrimental effects on people who have COPD. I, but that can also be countermounted by using a spray instead of a smoke cleansing because a spray will hold some of the energetic benefits like uh, let's say a sage spray or a Palo Santo spray. Um, People who have asthma, COPD, um, those are some physical contraindications. Some spiritual contraindications are also possible if something is dug in so deep to that person that they're unwilling to let it go. Because as we mentioned before, having energy be so familiar, you have to be willing to let it go or it's gonna fight you and you're gonna let it stay. And I I dealt with, I can only tell, I can only um, demonstrate this by a story. So I had a client that friend and I had both worked on she would go in and do her thing and then I would go in and do my thing. And this woman was convinced that a woman was sicking uh, kind of an entity on her, right? And I felt it, I knew it was there. So we would cleanse her, we would smudge her, then we would pull out the little roots of what was embedded in there. And then she kept saying she felt it crawling in her head. So we had to do a special kind of smudge and a special pull from the head. But then she would invite that person back into her house. And so then she would invite that person back. And then that person would find a way around everything we just did and start it all over again. And then she, she was afraid of, well, if it keeps coming back, I said, well, it keeps coming back because you're inviting it. You're so used to it that you're inviting it. So that is a contraindication that is spiritual there is you have to be able to say to yourself i'm done i don't want to feel this way anymore i don't want to feel heavy i don't want to be in my own way i don't want to be blocked i would like my chakras to move the right way instead of like sticky little wheels that need you know wd-40 um and once you make up your mind, then you have to say, um, let's do this. Because otherwise, it will just slide right back. And you'll be inviting, and it can actually get worse, as it did with this lady. Yeah. It actually got worse until I finally said, listen, <laughs> I can't keep helping you if you keep inviting it back. I mean, you can come and spend $135 every time if you want to. But I would prefer that you just learn to not allow it in, right? Right, because you're not a fixer per se. Yeah. Like, like a healer, you being a healer, you are the facilitator. And if it's somebody's okay. going like, it's to not, like... Like, it's not me shooting rays of whatever out of my hands. Um, any healer worth their salt, including, you know, most of my family, will say, we are not the healers. We are the conduit to which the healing begins. Yeah. And so the universe, I do something called vortex healing. I suck the energy right out of you. And then I put in the golden healing light of the universe. Even that is done from the universe. And I ask for assistance from the divine feminine to protect us during the particular thing. Even when I do a smudging, I'll ask for the divine feminine in all of her forms to protect us during this working. Um, But the energy doesn't isn't from my mitochondria it doesn't just jump out of my cells like lasers it's actually kind of kind of like an electrical cable i 
kind of facilitate it from the heavens or the universe uh, to the person that requires it. And so then the hands become a tool. The brain becomes a tool. Your body is a tool that is being used for healing purposes. Now, the nice thing about that is that as we are smudging, as we are healing, as we are doing what we're supposed to be doing, is it works on us as well. Yes. And sometimes um, you can pick up residual, hence, you know, uh, empath care, empath care, empath care, hence empath care and psychic care, because you things are sticky. They stick to you if you don't know how to get rid of them, you know, yeah. and truthfully, that's why a majority of us are a heavy set, because we protect ourselves that way. But smudging is actually one of the, I love this conversation. Obviously, I could just talk forever, but. Which um, is why I asked you. Oh, let's get a cool show. She never shuts up. Um, so the thing about smudging is it is one of the easiest healing tools because it is a healing tool. Shifting negative and harmful energy away from a person, a thing is a healing tool right but anybody can do it if they are educated so just lighting the sage and walking around the house will shift a little bit of energy but it won't actually do the deal so the proper way to do a smudging i know nobody can see the finger quotes but there were finger quotes air quotes Um, you bet there were quotes air quotes is you set your intention Uh, Usually I set the intention that says, I remove any and all harmful, detrimental, or any energy or entities that are making so-and-so uncomfortable and keeping them from their highest potential. Now that is my intention when I light that sage. And then I go counterclockwise. Yeah. To remove it, which is a universal get out. Yeah. Once I have done it a few times to make sure that the intention and the universe has actually heard what we are trying to do, and we've shifted most of it, I then hold the Palo Santo and set the intention of, I am now filling the space, this body with the golden healing light of the universe and sealing any and all holes or cracks within the auric field that could potentially let it in. And then I light the Palo Santo and I go clockwise to seal it and to bring things in. Right. Now, I've done lots of tutorials on this. I've talked a lot about this. And the hardest thing people, they forget about the intention. So someone will inevitably come to me and say, I, sh- I saged my whole house and it still doesn't feel right. I'm like, did you set your intention? And she says, oh yeah, I, I intended. And I said, did you set Thanks. your intention? Did you tell the universe what you are doing? Did you tell the sage what it is doing? Did you tell the smoke, the fire? Like that, that is a little woo-woo for most people, but it is happens to be fact. Yeah. So think of it this way. If you don't know how to do something, how can you do it properly, right? Yeah. You're just winging it. It's the same thing with any kind of smoke cleansing, healing product. 
if you don't know how to do it, you're just guessing. Right. right. And, and intention is like, I would say nine tenths of the healing process. Absolutely. If you have- because like, you know, if, uh, if you, have you ever tried to heal somebody who doesn't want to be healed? I've met people who, no, they don't, they're, they're okay. I go to, they say, oh, uh, the doctor says I have, um, you know, I don't know, cirrhosis of the liver. And I said, yeah, because you're, you're angry. <laughs> and they go, well, yeah. And I go, but that's why your liver is so messed up because you're angry. If you want, I'd be happy to help you shift some of that energy away from you. And so you could maybe start to heal some of that anger because uh, unless you forgive yourself and that person, uh, it's just not going to happen. You're just going to keep inviting that. And they go, oh no, my doctor says this is what we can do. And I go, well, okay, but your doctor is not a healer. Your doctor is a firefighter. So what your doctor does is puts out the fires and then gives you the drugs. A healer tries to find the source, excavates the source, talks about how the source came to be so you don't do it again, and then gives you the proper tools to continue to fight the source. That's what a healer does. Um, I am lucky to have a doctor who is also a healer. I've had several, Um, hence the reason I know the difference. I see a lot of people, my doctor tells me this, my doctor tells me that, and I go, I'm not going to tell you not to do what your doctor says, because that's illegal for me to do. Yeah. I am going to tell you to think for yourself. It, your health yeah. is your responsibility. Your mental, spiritual, um, and physical health are your responsibility. Uh, hence the reason you have to be willing to heal, let it go. You have to be willing to uh, be a participant in your own health, in your own healing, in your own cleansing. That's um, crucial to are, be a participant. Yeah. It, you do have to be a participant. Like it would be like, okay, so it would be like, I know this is, this is a bit of an aggressive example, but it happens to be true. So somebody who has lung cancer, right? They have lung cancer and they got it from smoking. They got the second chance because they were able to remove the cancer. And then the doctor said, you're in remission. We were able to get it all. Stay away from smoking. Stay away from, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the person goes, okay. And goes and buys a pack of cigarettes. And goes and eats like every processed food they can get their hands on. And then they wonder why in five years it's all back again. Yeah. Um, You have to participate in your health. Now, I'm not saying that that will happen 100% of the time where we heal and then we stay healed. But if you do the actual healing, the real healing, it will. Because the real healing is dealing with the source of whatever issue you're dealing with. And I believe it does start with smudging. Every healing I do starts with a smudge. I take Whichever smudge product I feel is appropriate. And yes, all 25 different smudge products have a specific reason. Like cedar clears spiritual energy as well as physical. Rosemary is an excellent healing cleanse. 
Um, mugwort is a wonderful magical cleanse as well as a physical cleanse. So, I mean, they all have their own specific way. And sweetgrass is actually something I call the space antidepressant. It actually makes your space feel lighter, more peaceful, and it uplifting. So there are so many different ways to do this. It surprises me that people choose not to be a participant in their spiritual health as much as their physical health, actually even their physical health. 